Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 2020, Benita Woody had two focuses in her life, her family and her church. She had a big family that she was very close with. She adored her children beyond measure and spent much of her time at church. Benita also loved to shop, and by looking at some of her photos, she is a beautiful and stylish woman. Benita's family said that she also had very short hair, but would change up her style often by wearing different wigs. You just never knew what Benita's hairstyle would be, and she was always very put together and polished in her appearance. In 2020, Benita was living in McKinney, Texas, quite a far ways away from where she had lived previously and where many of her family still is in the state of New Jersey. On August 5th, 2020, Benita left McKinney, Texas for reasons unknown. Her car was found abandoned later that day in rural Oklahoma, but Benita was nowhere to be found. In fact, Benita has never been seen or heard from again. Where is Benita Woody? Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. Our show here has a mission, and that is to share the stories of unsolved missing person cases with the hope that somewhere, someone does know something and can come forward. We also strive to tell the lesser known stories, the ones that really need some attention and focus. The story of Benita Woody is likely one you hadn't heard of before, yet it's mysterious baffling, confusing, all the things a news media outlet should latch onto. Benita is a mother, a sister, a daughter, an aunt, and a friend to everyone. She didn't live an at-risk lifestyle. She wasn't the type to leave her family. In fact, the opposite couldn't be more true. In the thousands of missing person cases reported to law enforcement each month, most do have an at-risk lifestyle or elements in their story that could lead to some trouble. But not Benita. Before we jump in, please be sure to follow us over on the socials. Links will be in the notes and you can always hit me up via email at any time. Can we find them at gmail.com. This episode is sponsored by Team Treehouse. More on them in a bit. As a reminder, all of our funds raised by merch sales and through Patreon will go to the Ayla Reynolds GoFundMe case through the end of May. And a huge thank you to everyone supporting us and our causes. So let's take a look at the case of Benita Woody. If you are a repeat listener, you've heard me say this before, but there just aren't many case details out there to report, and what we do know is baffling. Who is Benita Woody? Benita Woody is a mother, 
a sister, an aunt, a daughter, a friend, and so much more to the many people that she had around her in her life. Benita was born on January 23rd, 1978 in New Jersey. She has several brothers and sisters and overall a very close-knit family. Benita would also go on to have children of her own and be a devoted mother. As an adult, she attended Ryder University in New Jersey. Ryder is a nonprofit, private, liberal arts university in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, just north of Trenton and near the Pennsylvania border. She graduated in 2009 with a degree in law and justice. While her LinkedIn profile doesn't have too much information on it, it does state this regarding her work information. Quote, In my current position, I find joy in servicing, engaging, and meeting persons from different ethnic groups to resolve potential violations of the state of New Jersey policy prohibiting discrimination in the workplace. End quote. You can see that she definitely had a passion for law and diversity in the workplace. So that might give us a little insight into Benita's work, at least while she resided in New Jersey. But at some point, Benita would relocate 1,500 miles away to McKinney, Texas. In August of 2020, that's exactly where Benita lives, McKinney, Texas. And McKinney is about 30 miles from the center of Dallas and about a 45-minute drive to the north. We will be looking a little more into the area as we dive into her disappearance. The Disappearance For some reason, on Wednesday, August 5th, 2020, Benita got into her gray 2007 GMC Yukon and drove off. I don't know the specifics of that day or where she was exactly when she was seen getting into her vehicle, but we do know she was at least seen once that day by someone. Meanwhile, later that day, officers up in Oklahoma found an abandoned gray 2007 GMC Yukon on the side of Highway 40. They ran the plates, determined it belonged to Benita Woody, and tagged the car, one of those that gives the owner some time to get the car removed from the highway. Friends and family did start to become concerned when they couldn't reach Benita, Calls to her cell phone just continually went unanswered. On Monday, August 10th, 2020, five days after authorities tagged that abandoned GMC Yukon, they had the vehicle towed. On Friday, August 14th, 2020, McKinney, Texas takes an official missing person report on Bonita Woody. The Search It took some time to connect the dots, and when the family realized her vehicle was found in Oklahoma, it was even more confusing to them. There wasn't any reason for Benita to travel to Oklahoma, and she hadn't told anyone that she had any plans to do so. Searches in and around where the vehicle was found yielded no clues. I was reading through Benita's thread on Web Sleuths, and one interesting fact stood out, and I was able to verify it. They did find a half-eaten burrito in her vehicle. Why is that significant? 
because Benita's family said that that was something that she would have never eaten. So is the burrito a clue? If it didn't belong to Benita, who did it belong to? Or had Benita perhaps made a decision to just try a burrito on that day? Benita's cell phone was pinged in the area where her vehicle was found. I tried to find specific information on her vehicle itself, such as, was it out of gas? Had it broken down? Was there anything mechanically wrong with it? Was there any logical reason that it was pulled over and parked on the highway? And this leads me to bring up the power of media in her case. How many people likely passed by her Yukon? Someone had to see something. If her case had been plastered all over local media, maybe someone would have remembered something and came forward. Such as, was it Benita in that vehicle? Was she alone? Was it someone else completely? Did they walk away from the truck or were they seen getting into another vehicle? I'm sure as time goes on, people's memory fades, especially something like that. I couldn't tell you if I passed anyone on the road a year and a half ago, but I probably could have told you that day or the day or two that followed. Authorities are able to ping her cell phone, and it did indeed last ping near where her car was found. And that area is known as Canadian County. Not much in that area. It's very, very sparse and very rural. So since Benita's phone pinged there. Does that mean Benita herself was there or possibly just her cell phone was? Details of any actual physical searches that were conducted weren't made public, but I'd like to think that authorities searched that area where her car was found. And first, I would like to mention we don't have any confirmation that Benita was in the vehicle in Oklahoma. Maybe it was her that drove it there, but maybe it wasn't. These are details that have never been confirmed, but it can't be ruled out. And since her vehicle and her phone last pinged from there, it seems like that part of Oklahoma is a good place to start. Before we take a close look at the map and examine the area a little more thoroughly, let's have a quick word from today's sponsor, Team Treehouse. Are you ready to launch your new career in coding? Tech jobs are one of the fastest growing job markets today. Treehouse has one of the best and most affordable online classrooms for you. Treehouse has reinvented the learning process and built a proven system to get you the skills and knowledge you need to achieve your goals. When you're done with a course, you haven't just watched a video, you've learned practiced, and absorbed a concept. You can also choose to build a portfolio, create a network, and land your dream job with the bootcamp style tech degree program. Love what you do, rake in some money, and build yourself a solid future. Whatever your goal, Treehouse can get you there. Start your seven-day free trial today, free for seven days. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Use the link in our show notes to get started. And we will also have the link posted for you over on social media. Now is your time. Okay, let's take a look 
at the map. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put up some screenshots and photos of the area we are talking about. Her vehicle was found on I-40 westbound in Canadian County, Oklahoma, near the Geary, Oklahoma exit. It was noted that this was a rural area, and you can definitely see that by looking at Google Maps. Lots of green. In fact, the town of Geary is a short drive from the highway. The highway doesn't actually run through Geary. Where the highway is, is completely rural. So if you break down or run out of gas, your best bet is to call someone to come get you. If you choose to walk somewhere, you have quite a ways to go before you find any civilization. There are a few other small towns about equal distance from the highway as Geary is. There's Calumet, Bridgeport, Hinton. But Geary actually looks like a little more substantial size-wise town, even though that really isn't saying much. Geary is a farm community with a population of just around 1,200 residents. The closest big city would be Oklahoma City. If Benita had driven from McKinney, Texas to where her car was found, she likely would have taken Route 35 north from McKinney into Oklahoma City. It's a straight shot. And then from there, took I-40 westbound. The route is pretty much straightforward, north and then turning west. So she already would have drove through Oklahoma City, and her vehicle was found about an hour away. If she had needed gas, there was plenty of opportunity to do just that in Oklahoma City. However, if someone else was driving her car, maybe they didn't want to stop. Maybe their plan was to run it out of gas and leave it from there, hoping it would be as far away from McKinney, Texas as they could get it. The drive from McKinney, Texas to Geary, Oklahoma is about a four-hour drive with really only small towns in between until you reach Oklahoma City. We don't know a whole lot about Benita's personal life in McKinney, so it's hard to pinpoint any other search locations or areas to focus on. McKinney is a larger Texas city with just about 200,000 residents. It was listed as America's third fastest growing city in 2017, and in 2014, Money Magazine designated McKinney, Texas as one of the best places to live in the United States. Maybe that's partly what brought Benita to the area. We do know that she was very involved in church, but I'm not exactly sure which one in McKinney she was attending regularly. The churches she has referenced on social media are not in the Texas area. So it's tough to narrow it down to just one particular part of McKinney to look at. The Possibilities Let's talk about what could have happened in the case of Benita Woody. I don't think we have enough information to really designate any theories, so I'm going to call them possibilities. Possibility number one. Benita left on her own. This could go two different ways, really. Benita left on her own, abandoned her vehicle, and is living a life somewhere new right now. Maybe she even had someone helping her, or maybe she was able to plan it all out herself. Or maybe Benita left on her own to begin with, but then met with trouble or foul play along the way. Either way, it is possible that she left on her own. 
However, her friends and family say absolutely no way would she abandon her children and her large extensive family. From the looks of it, she was a very devoted mother, sister, friend, and very involved with her church. So while it is possible, I don't know if it is likely. Possibility number two. Carjacking. Was Benita the victim of a carjacking? The fact that her vehicle was found four hours away, abandoned on the highway, suggests that this could be possible. But why? And then why abandon the vehicle? And where is Benita? Possibility number three. Something happened to Benita in the McKinney area and then the offender or offenders took her vehicle as far as they could to get rid of it. But then again, we have to ask the question, where is Benita? It's always tough when there is so little to go on. To figure out what the possibilities are here, it seems like almost anything could be possible. The only clue we really have is that her vehicle was found near Geary, Oklahoma, abandoned on the side of the highway four hours from her home. This case is seriously baffling. Baffling not only that we don't know where Benita is, but baffling that we don't have any more clues or information. She literally seemed to have vanished into thin air. But I have questions. Was her phone ever found and was her search history examined? Her call log. What was she doing leading up to when she disappeared? Most seasoned detectives will tell you that is usually the key to finding the clues of what happened in a missing person's case. Were any of her other electronics searched through? Computer, tablet? And who were her connections in the McKinney area? Who knew her? Has anyone come forward to make any statements or talk to anybody about where Bonita is? It does seem that the Texas authorities have taken this case somewhat seriously, according to family, but Oklahoma, not so much. And as for the agencies involved, we have the New Jersey authorities because she was from there and family is still there. We have the McKinney Police Department. And in Oklahoma, we have the Canadian County Sheriff's Office involved. And yet still, no clues on Benita. Her family runs a Facebook page. Please go check it out and show your support. You can find it under Missing Help Find Benita. Every share, every like, every comment helps boost the page in the rankings. The higher it's ranked, the more people will see it. I truly think someone out there knows something. Someone had to see Benita or see her vehicle being abandoned on August 5th. Someone out there needs to come forward. Benita is described as a black female, five foot six inches tall and about 170 pounds when she disappeared. She wears her hair very short and likes to wear different wigs to change up her look. She has brown hair and brown eyes, and her ears are pierced. She was 42 years old when she disappeared on August 5th of 2020 and would today be 44. 
If you have any information on the whereabouts of Benita Woody, please contact either the New Jersey State Police Missing Persons Unit at 609-882-2000, and there is a partial case number listed of H660-2020. Or you can contact the McKinney Police Department at 972-547-2700 and reference case number 20-006216. Please share Benita's story. You can find her missing person poster online and on our family's webpage. Share it any way you can. We know someone out there has some information on her case. If I do have any updates or additional information to add, I'll update everyone on social media. If you want to show your support for the show and you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please consider giving us a five-star review to help our podcast reach a larger audience. Every little bit of exposure helps in these cases. As a reminder, also, our Patreon offers another way to not only support the show, but helps our charity partners also. This month and next, we are making a donation to the Ayla Reynolds GoFundMe to help with her civil trial in her case. I'll have our Patreon linked in the notes and, of course, our merch store also. Proceeds from the store automatically go to our chosen partners. And if you follow us on social, we sometimes have discount codes available for you to use as well. If you have any case suggestions or feedback, please email canwefindthem at gmail.com or send me a message anytime. Thank you all so much for listening to Benita's story today. It's always really hard to tell the lesser known stories because of the lack of information out there. But again, these are the ones that are so important to get out there. We will be back again soon with another Unsolved Missing Person episode. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.